Vivaldi's Four Seasons means that it's time once again for this week's Senior Moments program. The Four Seasons theme mirrors our lives, and hopefully we will all have many, many more seasons to enjoy. We do this show on behalf of the Glen Cove Senior Center. So good morning, everyone out there. I'm Nina Held. And I'm Stuart Held. Senior Moments is here every Saturday at 11 in the morning. Keep us on your calendar to tune in. Good morning, my dear Nina. Yes, good morning, lovey. <laughs> <laughs> no, this morning we're being we're very friendly. We have yes, we kind of have sort of renewed our vows since yesterday. Yes, that's yes, true. we, we had, had a traumatic day yesterday. Away. A very dear friend. Yeah. And I tell you, it makes us realize how important it is to tell your your closest that you love them, and, and tell and them to all tell the time, and, and to tell your story. There we go. So we have to talk about today's show, oh, which please. is an uplifting show, because this is really a progress report. We have had these guests on before, and uh, we are very excited to tell you about the progress they are making in their business that Daddy started after he retired from his well, he didn't job quite originally. Retire. He changed. No, positions. he changed. He but he changed. He completely changed careers. I mean, completely. That's okay. Uh, this was a show uh, that I'm referring to about a consumer electronics engineer who turned to, of all things, baking. He was to open his shop in the city of Glen Cove, and we are going to learn all about the progress he and his family have made. So keep a good ear open, because it's going to be great. Uh, but we but are first, first. There we are. It is now time for our Wacky, wacky Word of the week. week. Today's Wacky Word is an expression of about taste. The word is kitsch. It is a noun and means something that appeals to popular or lowbrow taste and is often of poor quality. Kitsch also means tacky or lowbrow quality or condition. I can't imagine. If well, you know, we kitsch. talk about garden gnomes and such. <laughs> you know, the origin. <laughs> Let's talk okay. about the origin. The fashionable clothing label, this is in quotes, kicked off the revival last June putting its models in Miranda-inspired swimsuits, and that's Carmen Miranda. Remember with the bananas, with all the bananas? Uh, I remember, but I'm not sure our younger yeah, guests does. I know. Well, this is written by Mark Margolis in Newsweek International in January 2006 of a fabulously kitschy gala commemoration for the late Brazilian singer and actress, of course, Carmen Miranda. Since we borrowed kitsch from German in the 20s, it has been our word for things in the realm of popular culture that dangle like car mirror dice, precariously close to tackiness. But although things that can be described as kitsch and the related adjective kitschy are clearly not fine art, they may appeal to certain tastes. Some folks delight in velvet paintings, <laughs> plastic flamingos, dashboard hula dancers, and Carmen Miranda revivals. <laughs> we only have good taste going on here, kitschy or kitsch or whatever, with our guests today. Today, Kitschy's word was... Wacky, wacky word. The wacky word was kitschy, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, yes. uh, that was a kitschy move. So. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Every week we try to come up with a joke or a fact or an idiom that we want to share with you. It is now time for our Did You Know? When I read these random thoughts sent to me by a friend, Florence, I thought they were perfect for this week's Did You Know? They are an attempt at a few jokes or random thoughts. Quite random. <laughs> so here goes. My goal for 2018 was to lose just 10 pounds. <laughs> Only 15 to go. <laughs> Ate salad for dinner, mostly croutons and tomatoes. Really just one big round crouton covered with tomato sauce and, and cheese. <laughs> Fine, okay, was a pizza. I ate a pizza. Uh, well, let's do this one. How to prepare tofu. Throw it in the trash and grill some meat. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that one. 
<clears throat> I just did a week's worth of cardio after walking into a spider web. <laughs> I don't mean to brag, but I finished my four-day diet food in three hours and 20 minutes. <laughs> How about that? Well, and our last one, just remember, once you're over the hill, you begin to pick up speed. <laughs> oh, how true is that? Random thoughts were today's... Did you know? And now to reintroduce our guest. Yes. David Shalom grew up in Westbury, attended Friends Academy, and graduated from Franklin and Marshall College with a major in government and a minor in business. He began his business career designing and selling consumer electronics, which necessitated frequent long trips to Asia. By the time he was in his late 30s, David wanted to spend more time with his family and began thinking about what he could do that would give him some more time at home. Baking is something he had always enjoyed, and his popovers were a great success at the family's Thanksgiving dinners. So, five years ago, he started Heritage Bakers and said he would soon open a bakery in Glen Cove. His own facility. His own facility. Well, I have to tell you, David has opened his bakery, and it was officially opened with the mayor of Glen Cove present. Oh, how long ago, David, was that now? About uh, three weeks ago, Daniel. Well, yeah. well, and we have enjoyed many a trip to this bakery, I have Thank to you. say. So congratulations and welcome to Senior Moments. Thank you very much. It's great to be back with you guys. Wonderful to be back in the studio and as well have Daniel here with me again. Exactly. My uh, middle son, he's got a very big interest in broadcasting and radio journalism and very excited to have him here. Say hi. Yeah. Thanks for being here. And not only that, you're a crucial part of your dad's business, are yeah. you not? I mean, I help him out all the time. I mean, it's just great to be there, great to have everything. And just the build up from what it was to now is crazy. Is and it's and what was it that you wanted to be to become? Broadcaster. A yep. Broadcaster. Yep. Well, we have one of the best engineers that you could possibly imagine. <laughs> and he's going like this. Okay. And you can watch his board and you get a good a good hint of how it goes. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I love the fact that he is so involved on both ends. And obviously, David, you are spending more time with your family, but it's not at home. No. It's in your bakery. Most of the time that I see everyone, it is at the bakery. If I do get some time at home, it's a brief uh, run-in, a quick meal, shower, off to bed. Uh, or I'm sleeping on the couch, right, Daniel? Really? Yes. Oh. Yep. Most but definitely. Most of the interaction, the good interaction is yeah. at the bakery. It's where I spend most of the, the right. time these days. Yeah. So I guess if I asked you, hey, what do you watch on TV? I'm not going to get an answer from you, am I? <laughs> oh, I'm still trying to catch up to Game of Thrones from... Oh. Two years ago, before the new series, you know, started, so the work <laughs> well, in progress. Right? Oh, okay. okay. Dan, Daniel's taking care of that department for me. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. Well, there we are. Well, this sounds like you're not getting much sleep. Is that true? That's very true. There's not a lot of sleep. A lot of running around. A lot of prepping, organizing. We're trying to do a lot more things than we were a couple of years ago. And I'm still trying to involve new products, get the menu up. So, And your business is basically in the wholesale area. Actually, we've kind of um, transferred a little bit. We were doing mostly before it was heavily um, wholesale. Now I'd say it's, it's a balance, much more retail. We're open now Wednesday, Thursday from 8 oh. to 1, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 8 to 4. So we're trying to improve our retail presence. Right. At the same time, the wholesale is taking a little turn. You're not doing Whole Foods anymore. We're still oh, really? supplying, but it was just getting a little bit hard to keep up with the quality without it diminishing. Ah. So I've had to take some steps backwards in order to go forwards. I some see. could say that, but yeah. it's uh, an involvement. So. But I've noticed whenever we go down, which is most of the time on Sunday afternoons, it's a it's a great way to to uh, take a little trip down to the waterfront and see where all the progress that's being made, and stop in at your place for coffee and a scone and. Uh, Oh, yeah. And it's then you can warm. take it to a beer later on if you go to the next door. <laughs> I, you know, sure, yeah. sure. You know, you have the brewery next door, which you is nice. You do have the brewery. But, I'm, well, hey, listen, I'm not here to sell the brewery. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. But it's nice. They're okay. very nice. And um, 
it's nice to have another business exactly. next door in the afternoons because it brings in a whole other crowd of people. I was going to that's and very family friendly too. So it's actually very complimentary. Good. And we're yeah. trying to actually stay open a little later. To uh, some nights we've made pizzas. We do some savory things just oh, to take advantage doing, of it. You're doing like meals. Yeah, a little bit. Like we'll do some basic bacon, egg, and cheese in the morning. Yeah. Um, some soup at lunch. And in the evenings, if I have the energy, and I'm not too sleep deprived, we'll do pizzas. And uh, it's like a half sheet pan pizza, but it's really nice and it's fresh. And of course, all about the dough. So it's a nice thing. And for the brewery, there's not too many options next oh, door. Oh, sure it so, is. So you've have you really seen your clientele building? It's have building. Um, the more we can do, the more we promote. Of course. The more we can tell people, the more we can be consistent. Yeah. The hardest thing is to start going and then to not do something. But we're trying, and that's yeah. part of the involvement. So you've changed your business plan considerably, obviously. A little bit, yeah. It's also been based on people, too. Um, Before, I had a different crew of people, and we were doing different things. Now I'm trying to build a really professional, culinary-minded team and go after better quality products and be more consistent. I I have to ask this question because as a businessman, you left a very lucrative business to join or to start baking. Did you have any baking experience before? No, not much. I had some recreational experience at home in the kitchen, baking popovers. You know, that was uh, the thing that got me into is baking popovers Thanksgiving. Well, popovers to where you are now is a big difference. No, that was a few. Now I've, I've baked, I don't know, probably several hundred thousand wow. over the years. Um, but everything else about it, you know, I love mixing the ingredients. I really have a big appreciation for it. And it's growing, growing. I'm getting more passionate as time goes on. So being able now to take that and build upon that mm-hmm. is great. Being able to see the kids and be part of the development is nice, too, rather than before. And, and it's not David's Bakery. It's called Heritage Bakers. Heritage Bakers. And the heritage comes from? The heritage wheat flour that we use and incorporate in most of the products. Uh-huh. So it's really um, a very good quality wheat. It's authentic. It's real. It's organic. Yes. And that's the basis for yeah. most of the things we do at the bakery. Yeah. Well, well, in the next segment, we're going to talk a little bit about tasting some of your breads sure, and talk about some of the breads that you do make. Of course. Uh, we have another baker, I believe, here in Glen Cove, uh, which is the... Uh, what are you talking Where we buy ciabatta bread. Oh, oh, well, up up in our neighborhood. St. Rocco's. St. Rocco's, Rocco's. Yeah, which, they're of course, very good. is yeah. famous. Of course, they have yes. some beautiful breads, too. Yeah, they do, but uh, it's yours is different. There's a whole different Oh, very different. different. You know, they're, they're a very well, beautiful uh, Italian bakery. Yes. Big breads, yes. tough breads. I'd consider myself more American artisanal oh, with a yes. French twist. Yes, exactly. With a French yeah. twist. I yeah, like that. We twist. have a music break here from our musical consultant, Dale Zerbrick, who tries to select the music that ties in with the subject of the day. In thinking about your trips to Asia when you were in the electronics field, here is the song uh, called Poems from Pacific Overtures. I will make a poem. Rain glistening on the silver birch like my lady's tears. Your turn. Rain gathering winding into streams like the roads to Boston. Your turn. Haze hovering like the whisper of the silk as my lady kneels. Your turn. Haze glittering like an echo of the lamps in the streets of Boston. Your turn. Moon, I love her like the moon Making jewels of the grass Where my lady walks My lady wife Moon, I love her like the moon Washing yesterday away As my lady does America Your turn 
wind Murmuring Is she murmuring for me Through her field of dreams Your turn Wind Muttering Is she quarreling with me Does she want me home Your turn I am no nightingale But she hears the song I can sing to her My lady wife I am no nightingale But my song of her Could out sing the sea America Dawn Flickering Tracing shadows of the pines On my lady sleeping Your turn As she opens up her eyes But it's I who come awake Your turn You go Your turn Leaves I love her like the leaves Changing green to pink to gold And the change is everything Sun I see her like the sun In the center of a pool Sending ripples to the shore Till my journey's end Your turn Rain Haze Moon Wind Nightingale Dawn Leaves Sun This is uh, Senior Moments, and uh, we will be right back with Baker David Shalom in a few moments. This is Senior Moments on 88.1 FM and WCWP.org. Senior Moments with Nina and Stu is back with our not only one guest, but two guests That's today, David and his son, Daniel Shalom. And we have been talking about the progress he's made in his baking business, the Heritage Bakers, which is down in the landing in Glen Cove. And he's got a display of the most magnificent breads here. We have a ciabatta. We have a baguette. We have, is this, was that a sourdough? That's a bull. That's a bull. A bull, a French, which is the round. This is an an all-grain. Multi-grain sandwich bread, and then we have a plain whole wheat sandwich bread. Yes, I wish you guys could see it. I mean, I really do, but we're not TV. We have to mention that there is a sign on the table. right on the studio. That says, no. Eating or drinking in this area. Well, it's, no. I have to say we're going to break a few rules. We'll probably be taken to Ooh, task. Oh, we're going to be taken to task. That's not good. Okay. Good. But anyway, they are the most magnificent looking uh, breads, and uh, they I know that they taste as good as they look because I've sampled them before. Thank you. Thank in the you. past. Yeah, yes. But, but I would like to sample the Chibalo. Since we had recently pur- purchased one, I'd like to compare yeah, Except it. the only problem is we don't have a knife. Oh, my. How about so. a knife? Maybe. Could we tear off a piece of baguette? These are all for us to talk about and enjoy. Sure. Yeah. The Chibata. Yeah, here, here go, go ahead. So the nice thing about the, de- the, the heritage flower, which we were talking about before, is that it's oh whole ways. wheat. Um, I use it in all different um, kind of products and breads in varying degrees. Some products 10%, some 20 some 30 or 40 So it's different, but it yields a different flavor, a different consistency. Ciabatta to a baguette to a boule all have different crumb on the inside. So the whole structure, the texture, it's not only the taste, it's the overall 
look, feel, smell. They knows all the different things that go into the bread are all different. This for a baguette. This is yeah. I have no. I have to say this baguette is normally normally not has a has a crust, mm. and this has a, a a wonderful crust, but the inside is much more toothy. It's, it's more chewy. dense than the the well, average Well, that's the heritage baguette. flour. So, you know, a lot of people say, oh, the bagels are not as puffy or not as big. And I tell people, well, with the heritage wheat flour, it's real flour. It's not the modern wheat, which is mm. kind of very, uh, it gets very puffy. And like Wonder Bread, there's no substance oh. to it. Oh. So this might not have that <laughs> huge rise. No, we rise. call Wonder Bread? Squash Bread. Yes, we bread. call it squash, squash bread. <laughs> That's my, not right, you know, because it's what you do to it. Growing up, we went forbid. We did not have Wonder Bread mm. or Tasty Bread in the house. In your we, household, in my, in my ha- household, we had household. squash bread. We had the real European rye bread and mm. pumpernickel. That's what rye, we ate. Rye. In I should have brought the rye as well. The rye oh. is nice. So I do a combination with the heritage do wheat, oh. medium well, dark oh. pumpernickel. So it's a nice. Oh yeah. If you like seeded rye, yeah. It's Love nice. seeded David, rye. How many breads do you make? Let's start that way. Well, that's the thing. Since I've kind of curtailed the popover wholesale production, I'm able to focus now more in addition to the pastries into the breads. So this is something I wasn't doing last time we met. Now I'm able to do more of the breads, the rye breads. So the weekends I'm doing the bagels, which is nice mm. as well. We're doing different flavors. Everything from scratch, everything in-house. So I'd say we probably have about six or seven breads. And like I said, as I go forward, my goal is to have many more breads, varieties of flavors of breads, halas, you know, mm. brioche toes, and a lot more of uh, sandwich breads. So there's a lot more out there. But at least right now, we have the whole wheat, the multigrain, the baguette, the boule, the bagels. So consistently, and the popovers, but that's a difference. It's not really a yeasted bread. Well, it, the thing that, that I'm concerned with is, as a businessman again is do you just introduce them to your customers or you do you get a special order for them? Do they request it? Do you tell them in advance? You know, it's, it's very tough for me. My prior profession was all about sales. And in <laughs> sales, you never say no. Even if you can't do it, you still try your best to do it. So I always will say yes. And it's kind of a challenge to see if I can do it one. And then if people like it, we'll do it again. I made pretzels a few weeks ago. Mm. It's getting those back. It's trying to schedule the production is a little tough now, but I'm trying to get more out there. And it's fun to do new products. You know, I'm doing puff pastry. I haven't done that in a mm. while. We started to make pizza dough again, put that in the fridge. Mm. So trying to do more fun, different things. Before you had your own shop, you had to use somebody else's shop for mm. a lot of things, and you were tough with scheduling and everything. Uh, I find it wonderful to hear that you're having scheduling problems in your own shop. It's a good problem to have. It really <laughs> is. You know, it just means I have to get more ovens, more equipment, and you go for more of a bread oven, you go more for a basic oven that does just utilities. There's all different ovens, yeah. like cars out there, depending on what you want to do. So now my dilemma is, do I go for science more for, for these style breads? Or more for the basic kind of croissants and cookies, because mm. I have to really expand the production. And that's a great so problem to have. So. It is, does, it, does the ovens decide, determine what, what bread you make? Uh, they can. Well, I'm using one oven right now, which is kind of a one that's good for everything type thing, but it's not specializing in one thing. There are certain ovens out there that are made just for baguettes, so you get that crust. Yeah. There's pizza ovens that are just really for pizza. True, so yeah. every oven this gets specific. I've kind of tailored this, my recipes to work in this, but it would be nice to have a little more flexibility. Right, right. Now, I ask you, with the increased production, he needs more hands in the shop. Is that not true? Are you you offering help? So when uh, are you guys coming down? No, I want to talk (laughs) about his his in-house, his uh, (laughs) in-house... My number two. (laughs) Well, you're going to school now. His labor force over here. I mean, on the weekends, I'm always there with him, helping him out, doing everything. Doing Just, everything. Yeah, got to be there because that's where you only see him sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is this is very true. So the so, family's involved. Yes, everyone is involved. Everyone's there. Ethan, Sadie. Is mom, mom there also? Yeah, everyone's there. Everyone's oh, yeah. helping. She's a huge part of everything. Everyone's yeah. a huge part of it. Yeah, She doesn't want to admit it, but she's huge behind it's the scenes. Wonderful. Well, it, we uh, have the perfect music break over here. <laughs> which is getting to your family. Imagine everybody involved in some way. So here is We, we Are, are family, family, sung by Sister Sledge. <laughs>
Sledge puts it right there. (laughs) (laughs) And we are family. We're talking about a family business. Very much a family. Very much a family. But I have to hear from this family member, this young man, Daniel, I want to hear some stories about his experiences in the shop. I want to hear... What you do right, what you do wrong. Does anybody yell <laughs> well, at you? Does any, yeah. <laughs> Not usually, but there was this one time when we were still doing the Whole Foods wholesale. We were very rushed. We had a lot of orders. I was putting the mix together for the popovers, and I was going with the flour, and then I, I, was, I was pouring it, and then it all came out the side, <gasps> and all the flour fell, and that was a batch of... Uh, batter just wasted because it was all down there and everything was splattered everywhere and that took time to clean up that took time to clean it up and then that just slowed us down so much more that night and we almost switched missed the 2 a.m deadline to get the stuff to the distributor that night Mm. so i mean were you able um, to walk on the floor afterwards because that's pretty slippery it was slippery but i mean i'm not the most coordinated person per se i'm I'm very clumsy so oh, I, yeah. I think i'm a better salesman than uh, than a mixer daniel's strengths are definitely up front with customers mm. customer service handling uh the farm market stands he's mm. a great help in the back he gets a little distracted i think you were talking and, and looking at something else when you were pouring the flour in that day yeah yeah, probably. Right. So. Dead doctor? No. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of that old ad, remember, gotta make the donuts. He gets yep. the gotta make this. You guys now, time to make the scones. When the you're making is. bagels on the weekend, uh, it's, it's the weekend. When yeah, you make ba- yeah. Uh, do you make all kinds of bagels or just one or type? Now, right now we're doing uh, pretty much plain. We're doing uh, an everything bagel and a poppy seed. Well, sesame. You got me right there because and that's everything. my favorite bagel. Everything. Yeah. And they're pretty well crusted. I don't know if you like your bagels well crusted. Yes. But everything I do is a little heavy handed with flavor. I feel like if you say it's going to have it in there, not only should it be in there, but you should be able to see it. So when I have an everything bagel, it's crusted. Actually, I have a bagel here. Um, you do? Daniel, want to grab yeah, a small bag? One. Oh, um, I brought one just to take a bagel. look and see. And the nice thing I try to show today with the the breads is the different structure on the inside. Some of the breads are very tightly packed in with the air yeah. holes. A ciabatta is a little looser. Airier, yeah. And it all depends on the structure. And even a bagel, uh, the little little bag. Um, but the bagels are nice. I hand I make them everything from scratch, of course. We boil the bagels from before they go in the oven. Yeah. So they have the nice water bath, which is great. Um, this oh, is the everything bagel. M- 
gee, I have <laughs> never seen an everything bagel quite like this. It is totally encrusted with all the seeds. And That's my Just kind a moment. Of bagel. It's sliced, and I'm opening it up. Oh, my God. Oh, no. that was so good. I could that, just take well, a yeah, look you at this. You usually do. We usually well, let, let me oh. ask you. I know nothing about baking, so you have to bear with me. Sure. Uh, is it in the mix that gives it the inside air? The everything the, is a matter of way you agitate or you mix the ingredients. So mm-hmm. everything, all these breads on the table are pretty much the same composition mm. of flour. I Gosh. use the blend of flours, the heritage wheat and the King Arthur flour. Um, they all have yeast in them. They all have water in them. They all have salt in them. The seeds in one and the seeds in that. Pretty much that's it. But they all vary by the amount of time they get mixed, how long I mix them for, how long they sit for, all those things. So they're all similar. It's like kids, but each one's a little different, you know? And it's amazing how they all change as the process goes on. (laughs) So there's a little history here. Mm. Uh, In Brooklyn, they said they had the best bagels in the world because they use the water of artesian wells. Right. Now, uh... You have it, there's obviously water is a major part of a bagel. Sure. And uh, is is that a, a factor? Would you say? I, I think the water is a huge factor. It seems like the products from New York, Long Island, generally seem to be very different from very many other places, United States. Whether it be the water, or the flour, um, I'm not experienced enough to say it definitely is the water, but I think it's definitely a component of flavor to it. Um, I'm surprised that no one can make bagels outside of New York. It's strange, or Long Island for that matter. But it is an interesting fact. I know there's certain companies now selling water from New York to bakeries <gasps> to replicate there New York. Ba- I've heard of that too. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, how, how is the water used in the bagel? You put the actually into the water? Yeah, the water becomes the, the moisture content. I see. So it's what gets everything going. Without the water, there's no gluten, there's no protein development, there's no structure being developed. So you need the water, and it's a balance of water to flour, a little yeast, and some salt. And pretty much yeah. that's the base components of all these wow. breads right here. Mm-hmm. But the procedure, the process yeah. for each one is a little different. Yeah, now I find the texture of this bagel is is not as, shall we say, spongy, or it's not as airy. Right, it's as, not as, as artificial. Your, right. A lot of the modern flour, the properties it yields, is kind of that sponginess, a, a Wonder Bread type product. Mm. My my stuff isn't as puffy, like I said, but it's got a good chew, a good balance. Um, the flour used these days, mm-hmm. a lot of products, it, the croissants look beautiful, right? But they don't taste like croissants because they're just a glorified roll. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's not the same insides. Yeah. My stuff is all being done, like I said, with the French twist. The French technique is very... Correct, and a lot of the ways they do their breads, and each mm. one goes down to the right process, the right formulation, and the right ingredients. And a ciabatta and a baguette are very similar, but the water structure is just yeah. different where it yields that different product. You know, right. our next property. song happens to be about baking. It's from the Broadway show Waitress. Here is what baking can do. And Moments with Nina and Stu is back, and we are busy experimenting with all the wonderful baked goods that David Shalom has from his Heritage Bakers 
on um, what is it? Which road is Garvey's it? Point Garvey's Point Road. Garvey's Point Road. Right by the ferry terminal. By the ferry terminal in Glen Cove. Um, we we also, as I've said, have have his son Daniel here, who's very much a participant in the operation of the bakery. And um, so we're, we're going to continue with that. But we left the last segment talking about your bagels. Right. You have won awards with your bagels. Yeah, recently we yeah. were uh, really uh, lucky to win the Tip Tree World Bread Awards in the bagel category, which was phenomenal. Uh, great accolation. And we placed in some other categories. The multigrain bread uh, came in and got a silver medal mm. in the whole wheat category. And then the popovers, the plain and... Parmesan popover came in second place in two different categories as well. Wow. Some really nice accolades. Very proud of that. Yes. And now also you were recently featured on Restaurant Hunter. Yeah, we did a nice, uh, they came in, we did a popover demonstration on Restaurant Hunter, which was really cool. Really bizarre to see myself on TV, but (laughs) it was great. Uh, We did a nice segment, which pretty much showed how the popovers are made and did a little quick bit on the uh, heritage line of breads that I do as well. Ah. So that was really unique and special. Wonderful. That's it's very, very hard talking when you're chewing such delicious I know. Stuff. <laughs> I'll have to bring less stuff next time. <laughs> Definitely. That's all, you yes, know? Uh, yeah, absolutely. We are going big places here with you. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. It's great. And, and then uh, recently, you know, we started also just trying to expand the community. Yes. Getting the word out there is doing some events for kids and adults. That's and what I wanted. on the kids' side of the house, we've done what's called Bake for Good, which is a King Arthur-sponsored program. King Arthur is a major wheat flour producer, probably uh-huh. the best one in the country. And they do a program where they you bring kids in, you teach them some baking, elements of baking depending on the age. Yeah. And then we produce rolls, we made cinnamon rolls, and we made pizza. We made the rolls and we donated those to a few shelters in Glen Cove. Like and then the pizza, they ate, and they took the cinnamon rolls home. So everyone got a little flavor of what baking was about. Uh, they got their hands in the dough, literally. It's wonderful. They had some good food. And then on the adult side, we're doing baking classes I for adults. I want to hear about that. Yes, so I do want to hear about this. Thanksgiving, we just did our pie classes where we did apple pie, pumpkin pie from scratch. Yeah. And we, we cut the flour. We cut the butter. We cut up the apples. We rolled the dough. We did a nice lattice top, and it was great. It was ah. really some wonderful people, fun times. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to be yeah. doing more classes in January different themes, different styles, whether it be breads, popovers, croissants, okay. all different skill levels. Uh, you will to, get it to, be, to do the class? Some classes, you know, we're going to do some fun ones where it's going to be very cheap, maybe like $20 and come in and do pizza. And really, you roll out the pizza and you put the toppings on. Maybe I make the dough. Others will go from there, maybe be 45 50 70 depending on the length. Like a croissant class might be a two-day class. Oh, wow. That's a little more extensive and a higher mm-hmm. skill level. But to do a basic bread or a popover or to make a pizza, it all depends on that. So we're going to do different things, try and get everyone maybe a little family baking time and make it a little more universal and fun. Yeah, now you're talking ba- wait, 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 so wait, wait, basically wait. baking. No, talking go ahead. about popovers. I'm sorry. We had a friend from England mm. <clears throat> who used to say, and, and, and the reason why their poppers were so good is that they whipped it up in a cold house. or And, and they said, if you really want a good popover, go out to your backyard and whip it up. With the cold That's so there. funny. That's great. I, I love all these anecdotes. There are so many anecdotes with popovers where you have yeah. to do and heat up the pans. And oh, yes. they're probably all right. I got to yes. say, there's not, no wrong way to do a popover. It all depends, but there's so many different... Well, what we used to make, when we used to make roast beef, which we do not do anymore, unfortunately, and I really miss it, we used to do a huge rump roast. Right. And I used to make Yorkshire pudding, which is basically a popover, but it's made in the pan. No, that is it. So because this friend... With the drippings, I'm sure, from the roast, right? And that's what made it so tasty. That's right. So... To emulate a cold house in London, a house that was never centrally heated, Mm. they just never were, and that's why every European house seems to have a door leading to each room that you can close so you can keep the heat in, Uh, our houses are all warm. Right. So I would put my my implements, my bowl and everything in the freezer first. Oh, wow. Then I would go outside with what... Oh, wow. 
and and whisk and stand there in my snow boots and that must whisking. have been a, quite a picture with someone it walking was by, quite huh? A picture. That was my baking that experience. That is a process. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give that a try. I mean, it's definitely wintertime now, so you know. That's right. It's the so if you ever see the me cold. in the parking lot whisking, you'll at least yeah. know why, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but, but they were proponents of it. They said sure. that that you needed the cold. Um, I don't know why, but that's well, what you they do. Said. My process is a little different. I, I believe that you want to get aeration into the eggs. I like to get everything not hot but warm, warm up the milk, the eggs room temperature, uh, the butter is warm, a nice integration. I think helps it along. But it's everyone's got their, their technique, and you can't fault anyone else's if it David, works. Of how course. many different products do you make now? On a good weekend, probably 30 to 35. Really? Between mm. croissants and different flavor croissants. And in quantity. In quantity, we have the popovers in different flavors, the breads in different flavors, the scones. And we're trying to do more. Every weekend, I'm trying to throw some different products out there and make it a little bit more interesting. So, Okay, so David, uh, tell me. Tell me, you sound like this. You have a 48-hour day in a 24-hour day. Mm. Feels that way. How? Please, share with us. <laughs> how do you do this? What's your pattern? What's your routine? It's this constant focus, planning, uh, attention to detail, um, having a great wife, good family, good support at home makes it a lot easier. Knowing that they're supportive um, and having good people. I've been lucky now to find some good people who help me along. Um, That's a huge asset. No, not students. You know, um, people who want to cook, chefs that are into the business, that are passionate about it. I have one or two, and they're really good, and um, trying to improve on that yeah. and build from their skill sets. And I like to have everyone be universal in the kitchen so everyone knows what they're doing. Not anyone's locked into one role, and we can all share and build a good right. team. What time does your day start? It never, it, it's always, it really, probably around 3.30 is my average go time. That Sometimes is not earlier. p.m., that is a.m., right. 3.30 a.m. And sometimes it ends midnight or around one or maybe even just stay up all night. Yeah, there's been a few all nighters, which it is what it is. So not not great, but um, you would do an all nighter all nighter because uh, just the production, the baking, whether it's just the the schedule of what's ahead, what I committed to. Like I said, it's tough for me to say no, and I've said okay, I've got (laughs) to get better at that. But just trying to stay ahead and. I like to work more methodically than being rushed and and crazy. I'd rather almost not sleep and have the hours than sleep and then try and run around. And I don't do well making mistakes. It's not a good thing. With all the construction going on around you, and I don't know if anybody has visited uh, Garvey's Point uh, recently, but with all the construction going around... Do you, are you getting any of the workers coming? Yeah, it's actually been kind of nice. Not not as many as I would hope to, but a lot of these guys are really busting out the work. The coffee trucks are there, but we are developing some products, putting a menu together. One thing I came up with recently is a bacon, egg, and cheese and a little yes. pie cup. So it's an individual bacon, egg, and cheese, so to say, sandwich. So I'm trying to come up with some more friendlier products, smaller products to bring down to them. We are getting some in there, but there's a lot of traffic, a lot of construction. Yeah. And I have to mention, people, that the coffee is Starbucks level. Oh, so. well, excuse me. Do not mention Starbucks. It is Mm-mm. his own coffee. It has nothing to do with Starbucks, and it's better than Starbucks. There you go. Yep. That. It's Irving Farm coffee from the city. Very good quality. They're very yeah. passionate about their quality and their roasting and flavoring. And Yeah, thank you. Yes. So we're getting yes. good coffee when you buy this good bread. That's right. And well, actually, you're starting to make uh, like croissants and so on. Now? We're doing croissants as well. I have some almond croissants here. I do plain croissants. We'll do different uh, chocolate, chocolate croissants, of course. And the newest iteration is the chocolate almond croissant. <gasps> so oh. it's an almond croissant. If you like the chocolate. Just takes Let's that up one more. Corn it. muffins, bran muffins, corn muffins, blueberry muffins, lemon poppy, you know, wow. orange cranberry. So muffins, yeah. scones, popovers, and something cinnamony. We're doing you do something cinnamony. Cinnamon too? sugar popovers. <gasps> yeah. Wow, you know which everything's is nice. great. It's so good. Yes, Yummy. yes. What's your favorite thing, Daniel? Yeah. Uh, probably the bacon scone. 
the bacon you cheddar like scone, yes. which yes. I didn't bring today, but yeah. we'll have to bring that's well, a little had savory. The, yes, we've had ta- Sure, we've had that too. Well, we mm. have a little music here. Oh, we do, from, do we? From Willy Wonka, something you are going to have to employ, uh, sung by Fiona Apple, Pure Imagination. <gasps> oh, Pure Imagination. No, honey, no. This is that's a. I think it's a lovely, wonderful song, especially in. Okay, you have your opinion. That's is true, but my opinion has to be your opinion. Secrets of life. That's how you married sixty-one years. That's right. Jesus. I'm right. <laughs> anyway, yes. Uh, well, now we have the situation where we're coming near the end of the show. And we need to, to talk, to pass this information on to people, and they should taste some of this stuff. So, David, tell me how it'll get to you. Definitely. Well, we're down in Garvey's Point, which is through the construction. We're on one Garvey's Point Road, uh, which if you follow your navigation down there, it'll bring you to Enterprise. Just keep going a little bit further, and we're on the right side next to the brewery and Wilson's Karate Studio. Uh, we're open Wednesday, Thursday from 8 to 1, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 8 to 4. Um, usually we're open a little bit later because it takes us a while to get out, but we're always mm-hmm. around. Anyone's always welcome to give us a call and see if we have something or they would like something special that day for sure. And well, I, I just have to interrupt. You said whenever I travel abroad, particularly in Germany, they would go for tea or for coffee. coffee. No, for a mm. coffee, yes. A, a coffee. coffee. That's right. It's exactly the way they would put it. And they go for a coffee at about 4 o'clock or so. I have to tell you, if you're really in the area at all, go for a coffee. A you coffee, will remember yes. it. 
Come on yes. by. We won't rush you out. We're never <laughs> really closing the door for. It just uh, gives us the time to start prepping, cleaning up yeah. for the next day. Winding down. Innocence. Winding down. Right. We'll always take care of everybody, for sure. And if you want, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook through Heritage Bakers. We're always announcing new menu items or the classes or the kids' events or an adult class. <laughs> and as always, you can go to our website, which is heritagebakers.com. Uh, you can enter your email address there. And if you don't have Heritage the social. Heritagebakers.com. Yeah, and if you want to email David directly, it's david at Heritage Bakers. Socials are at Heritage Bakers for both. So just go follow those, and we'll be mentioning deals, promos, everything on their new products. So oh, and uh, also, do, do you want to talk about our new gift card our, Yeah, we have a new Let's gift card yeah. promotion. Um, we're making new gift cards that you can uh, use at our store. coming up. And, yeah, as well, it's the holiday season, so you should buy one and give one to a friend, family member, someone that you're close with that they can spend at our bakery. Here you go. Yeah, right on. Nice yeah. pitch, Dana. I like it. <laughs> Very good. It's a good suggestion. So, once again, it's heritagebakers.com. Yep, and you can always give us a call, 516-676-8989. And again, it's Wednesday, Thursday, 8 to 1. And do the telephone number again. Sure, it's 516-676-8989. And the other hours are Friday, Saturday, Sunday from 8 to 4. And uh, 1 Garvey's Point Road. And what yeah. else can we tell you? And what and else? And come and eat. Thank you and very much, guys. Always a pleasure to be here, spending some yeah, time definitely. with you, well, especially with your brief food. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is absolutely magnificent. We thank you so much, David. Yeah. Thank we you. really appreciate thank it. You. And thank you, Daniel. Yeah, we'll definitely be back for a third time in oh, the future. Oh, I like well, to hear invite that. us. Yes. I'm glad oh. you invited no, yourself back. <laughs> I I like his assertiveness. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. He's wonderful. He, yes, he absolutely. We can wait two years next time. And of course, we not. thank Chris Maffei, our our engineer, par And during the show, our and, producer arrived. And yes, and we thank our producer, Carolyn Dubicki. There we are. Hello, everybody. Yes. Um, and of course, Dale. Dale, who is, as usual, wonderful in his choice of music for us and in just, of course, his friendship. And yes. uh, the closing is very simple. Uh, it's going to be our theme. <laughs> ah, yes, indeedy. This is Senior Moments on 88.1 FM and WCWP.org. This is Nina and Stuart Held saying, before Senior Moments signs off for today, remember... Youth is a gift of nature, but age is a work of art. The Glencoe Senior Center's website is one word, glencovesseniorcenter.com. Thank you for listening. See you on the radio next Saturday. Now, if you liked our show today and want to hear previous episodes, subscribe to our podcast, Senior Moments, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.